This is Blythe Baines, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Welcome to another uh, episode of Inspirato Projecto. Right now, the time is, in fact, Wednesday the 14th, September. I'm sitting in the middle of a gazebo outside in Paso Robles. Uh, the guys are inside of a building eating, and I'm uh, looking at an art gallery over here. I went to go enter it, and it looks like there's a private event going on. Um, what you're about to hear is, uh, first of all, an astonishing synchronicity that happened with one of our affectionately titled croupies, Cremonti Alpi Crew. You're going to hear about that. You're going to hear uh, an interview with Eric King, who, well, you'll be able to hear in his own words. Uh, he's, he's been a, a sort of a, a silent... Um, an invisible, this phantom who has pulled the strings on a lot of hip-hop. And um, so ideally, this brief interview with him will help you uh, wrap your brain around this idea that there are so many unsung heroes out there in the world. So many. This is the whole point of why... It's another point of why I do this podcast. um, To show that there is a process to the genius. Jimi Hendrix is not, once again, not uh, born out, uh, does not come out of the womb carrying his guitar. Beethoven was not born carrying uh, a piano. There was, there was something going on before, um, you know, it was because of that intense studying on those things that they got to be recognized who they are. We all have the potential of releasing the genius inside of us. Um, in an easier way, if we do not, the less we uh, compete or, of course, compare ourselves to who we admire, the less we do that, the more we can actually put, put those, get those distractions out of the way and really get to the core of um, what makes our elements shine the brightest. Diving into those, being satisfied with it, appreciating our own perspective, because no one else will have that. It's a dead giveaway if, if you're like, okay, I'm going to be the next Todd McFarlane. And you only draw Todd McFarlane stuff, congratulations, you become a Todd McFarlane clone. Your style is basically his style. Um, it's the idea of breaking free from that create your your thing I understand everybody's a Frankenstein of something I know all my influences Um, so Eric is one of these guys who he's not necessarily the publicly uh, 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 celebrated or applauded mastermind for these things however they all know who he is and it's thanks to him that they are where they're at so this is someone to investigate also I ran into uh, the foxes, Desert Fox, Foxy Lady, Desert Fox from Cannabis Conundrum and Foxy Lady from Awesome Sauce Radio. We'll be on here uh, talking, talking up a storm. They were able to come out to the Marquee Theater like they did last time. A couple episodes ago, actually, you can hear an, an, an interview with me and the foxes from the last time I was out there. So um, I got a few episodes with them. So we talk, uh, oh, and then we're going to have some, some special guests show up. So that will be fun. 
Anyway, thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. And if you're still listening, uh, check out what's next. It's uh, 2.28 right now, two minutes before my haircut appointment. I went in the opposite direction. Uh, probably health, a healthy 12 minutes in the opposite direction until I actually started looking at the addresses. I assumed it was on a different street. However, the beautiful thing is, as I'm reading The Alchemist, I'm, I'm really tuning that in accordance with the Bashar Transformative Shifting Cube. Having those two um, echoing betwixt each other. And look at, of course, did you hear that ring in the back? I'm walking past an auto parts center right now. Transmission. Transmission, isn't that great? It's called Transmission. Transmission, and that's what we're getting here, transmissions. I saw, I've been talking lately about how there's no art supply close, art supply store close to where I live. There's one in my town, and by me walking in the opposite direction, I meant to walk in, I was walking past... Um, this art supply store and I thought oh you know once once so I walked past it walking in the direction thinking I was going the, re- the way I intended realized I was not turned around and I said okay on my way back because I was anyway I said since I am on my way back now rather than later let's stop in the art supply store let's see if we can cool off I walk in there I suddenly see Philly Joe Art Nikki Lambro art up on the walls. These these are two people who have come out to see Yachtly Crew on numerous occasions. Of course, I'm wearing a Yachtly Crew t-shirt. Um, okay, here we go. Here's where I'm supposed to be. What's going on over there? Is that what we got? There's a big wall here. Sounds like there's oh basketball. I see, ba- I see the tops of basketball hoops. Um. Wow. So there she was. She was working there. And last time I saw her and her husband was at, uh, I think it was the Starlight Bowl. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. The place where I thought the haircutting place was. It's not it. Did they move? All right, I'll talk to you more later. I'm solving a mystery here, but the main point is I came across Nikki Lambro, of course. You started out, uh, out on MySpace doing this stuff? Yeah, um, yeah, there's a girl named metal sonize and I worked for strange music and so I started putting the artists on strange music on myspace they didn't understand nobody really understood straight uh, social media so it was like what like the wild west of they had MySpace well myspace at that time had like three and a half million members or something or already so um 
It was like that's, Oh yeah There was, was Friendster too Literally Cause there, the, there was numbers Like your MySpace You had a member number Oh and yeah And text was like 2.4678 You know Whatever It was like 2.4 Like Million Yeah When we <laughs> first came in Um and I emulated a lot of what Metal Sanaz was doing to gain, gain her fan base. Oh, cool. Um, and started building Tech Nine's fan base. And I started going after these characters they call Juggalos. The ICP yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I started going after Cottonmouth King fans. And it's just like, you know, watch this thing. And before they were talking about viral, I was talking about viral, you know? Um, and I would answer MySpace emails for Tech Nine because he didn't know anything about my, you know, none of this media, social media. So I would answer his emails, and when he'd go out on the road, because I was also booking shows while I was doing this social media stuff, I was booking shows and I was getting in touch with fans. I was building a street team. Also, I started calling them technicians. Cool. And tech squads. Um, he came up with the name Technicians. I came up with Tech Squads. And I started labeling these groups of people Tech Squads all over the country. And awesome. the first biggest one I had was in Cleveland. And this kid named Spoon, he was a hacker and a programmer and a coder. And I'm like, dude, check this out. What if we like had like we if we customized Tech Nine's page and made it like super dope, you know? And so he started coding and hacked into the MySpace coding shit and was one of the first ones to actually make those customized pages on MySpace. Whoa. And so what we did was all So it the, inspired. That that yeah, was like the domino so that went, everybody started doing it after he did it. Incredible. And he then started we, we turned all the tech squads and we gave them like customized pages and all these and we started so turning smart. these kids into um, I called them little lieutenants, uh-huh. you know. And um, street team captains, but they weren't getting paid and shit, you know. And fast forward over time, you know, we're migrating towards Facebook is about to start to launch. And I had launched this thing called V Hop Nation back then, but I didn't have the finances to sustain it. And was it a social network? Kind yeah. Of? And it my is. friends. Oh, oh it's yeah, going. It's and, going. Yeah, it is. Now it's I, I relaunched it's, it. It's yeah. Re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re
VHOP Nation, but like I said, I didn't have the finances to sustain it. So I migrated everything over to Facebook and started going into the Facebook thing. But the crazy shit is, yeah, interesting. Here's what six degrees of separation. You're gonna love this. So I'm also at that time working with an artist out of Chicago and his name was Dieter the Hood Great. He was around before Chief Keith. He was Chief Keith before Chief Keith. I mean, dude was sick. I was paid to take his material to TVT Records in New York. At the same time, I was doing all the MySpace stuff for Tech 9 and he had gotten all the way up to almost 70,000 uh, followers on MySpace, right? And that was like unheard of, like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Because you you're guerrilla marketing, yeah, you right? Know, you're like, like, ah, you're nobody, out there. I mean, this, and it was unheard of. It's yeah. social media with 70,000 cool people following this dude from Kansas City and it was like mind blowing back then. So I'm in New York at the T at, at TVT Records. Very rarely, if ever, does the president or vice president come and sit at the table with anybody. Really, the vice president of TVT comes down and decides that he wants to sit in on this conversation I'm mm-hmm. having, and he's like, like engrossed. This 15, 20 minute meeting turned into two and a half hours because they were picking my brain about this social media network, this MySpace thing, Whoa. and who is Tech 9 I'm talking about Dieter, they're talking about Tech 9 and what was I doing with this MySpace thing? Long story short, that meeting turned into a five-person staff that did nothing but social media at TVT, and they were launching a couple of artists back then. One was Pitbull, another one was Lil Jon, and there was another group called the Yin Yang Twins. And they launched their social media marketing based on what I was sitting there telling them. Incredible. And they took your so, blueprints and they they xeroxed them. They were like, help you. but wow. but and they paid. Like I said, they they started a whole team. They had the financial resources to do that. I, Isn't that interesting? You were a one man. You were one man doing all this stuff, right? So I stayed. At, I, I stayed wow. and I kept helping Strange and I kept helping promoting Tech Nine, Tech Nine, Tech Nine. And it's what, like you said, the crazy shit. We're standing on this bridge. We're so standing on the marquee. I used to book shows for Tech Nine at the marquee. Uh, back in the day. I and love they were how all these sellouts. things, man, they so, intertwine. Oh, I sorry. want you to expand. Like, you keep saying strange music. He has no idea. Yes, what is this? So, strange music is like the number one independent hip hop label in the world. And it's not just tech, though. They have other artists. And they have over the years, but primarily it's Tech Nine. Um, I, I have my personal differences, whatever. But overall, at the end of the day, he's probably the most gifted rapper to ever touch the microphone. Period. I mean, Buster Rhymes is like a god. LL Cool J to me is the GOAT. I mean, Luda is cool. No, no. Busta and, and LL to me are like top of the tippity top. I mean, everybody else came <laughs> after, you know. But Tech 9 is on a whole nother level. One of the best quotes I ever heard about Tech 9 was from Quincy Jones. The Quincy Jones said, and I quote, Tech Nine is the Charlie Parker of rap. Whoa! Right. What a cool compliment. <laughs> right. Wow, from Quincy Jones. 
<laughs> shut it down. <laughs> I mean, you can't. So, I mean, yeah. And I hope you're like using said, that no quote matter, on marketing materials. No, I mean, that's a, that's a I, pretty kick-ass quote. <laughs> I did. I did. I used, I used that. I used a whole lot of things. Wow. I, I, I was called the Sultan of Spin back then. I just would take shit and. They were talking about his face paint. The reason why they didn't want to go see Tech 9 A lot of... See, and it's funny. The rap community is divided. There's the black community. There's the white community, so to speak. And in the so-called white community... Thank you. They they gravitate towards hip-hop more than the black community. And the black community, they like more of the, the, the street stories so to speak Mm -hmm. a lot in the black community didn't accept tech nine because he had this face paint he painted his face before he go on stage because it was theatrics it was almost like god forbid we have a a performance artist on stage i mean gosh this is it sounds like it's like a you know a character wasn't feeling that shit and they thought he was a devil worshiper and so forth right so my propaganda mind went into play and i started spinning this shit and i was selling it as no, he's selling. That's a tribute to his African roots. That's what that is. And notice that the it. cross is right side up. Y'all gotta pay attention now. This so you were planting a myth in there. I love it, dude. I love he's it. Paying you homage to his African. This is great. So then you're like, shame on you. Oh my God, that's hilarious. I dare you people. So it actually helped you. I love it. I love it. So black people were like, I. Right. And then what this happened? And, I, and, and I'm doing this as I'm driving from city to city in this big-ass fucking Sprinter van with Tech 9s face painted on the side of it. I mean, literally in the van Tech going city in the van to city. And me and my dude, Sean, of the city to city, like in these neighborhoods, got the fucking stereo blaring out in this motherfucker. We rolling around in crip neighborhoods, blood neighborhoods, folks, people. It doesn't make a difference. We rolling through. And we blare on the music, and everybody's like, who the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, that's that crazy motherfucker with the face paint shit. Yo, but listen, stop. Stop what you're doing now. Pay attention now. That's that African root shit I'm trying to tell you, but pay attention to the music. Listen to the music. And they listened to the music, and it was a rap. It was a rap. These people were like sold. It was like hook, line, and sinker. I mean, because the music spoke for itself, you know? That's great. But they had an artist, uh, another group on there called Scatterman and Snug Brown. S-K-A-T-T-E-R, Scatterman. Mm-hmm. And I gravitated to Scatterman and Snug Brim because to me they were real true hip-hop. They were street, you know what I mean? And they gave us credibility as a label uh, because of their street credibility. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And it was different. And they were fucking amazing. They were amazing. I wanted to sell them. I wanted to sell them more and more. I started stealing their promo from the warehouse to send out with tech shit because the label was always pushing tech nine, tech nine, tech nine. Like, no, we got to push the other artists, you know? And Scatterman and Snug Brim, they kind of got lost in it, but I'm going to say this and I'm going to shut up because I got I can go on and on and on forever. <laughs> but there's um, we will later. a guy named... Yes. Um, Ah, what's his name, man? He's on ESPN. Ah, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Will, not Wilbon. Not Wilbon. Oh, Jason. Jason. Oh, God. He's out of Kansas City. He, he's in the Kansas City Stars. He has Whitlock. Jason mm, Whitlock. Whitlock. Jason Whitlock. Mm. And I will quote Jason Whitlock. The album that we put out on Strange Music from Scatterman and Snug Brim was called Word on the Streets. Jason Whitlock, and I quote, 
That is the best album at that time, the best album that Strange Music had put out at that by at that by that juncture. Period. He had that album in his CD player in his car for over two years. Whoa. Didn't take it out. Whoa. But that album did not get the push that it deserved to get. And when I left the label in 2008, Scatterman left right after that. And since 2009, we've been like yin and yang. You know, we've had our ups and our downs and whatnot. But my new label, Talent Music Group, we signed with Universal. Where can people find 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 this one? Talent Music Group. Ta- like Talon Talon Music Group. T-A-L-O-N. T-A-L-O-N. Yep, we signed with Universal. And so we've got Acer Vontez and Acer Vontez. A-C-E-R and then Vontez. V-A-N-T-E-S. And then we have Scatterman. S-K-A-T-T-E-R-M-A-N. Um, you can find us all on Instagram. TalonMusicGroup.com. Um, but yeah, Scatterman and me, That's ever since incredible. we left Strange Music, we've been grinding. I mean, he's been on stage with everybody from from um, Snoop to shit. Everybody, man. Paul Wall, we went on tour Paul Wall, you know, Paul Wall's on the Gosh, record. Gosh, this is crazy. Lil man. Flip. This is amazing. I mean, <laughs> it's always exciting when you hear, like, this is the behind the behind the behind the music, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Right? Because you're, you're, it's like, it's not just you're not just going one layer in. You're going. Let's peel it all the way back, and we're going right to the to the core of what started this whole thing. This is incredible because this whole show this whole show is about the creative process. You know, how does the seed turn into the genius thing? So this is really cool that you're you're sharing this because these are the things that inspire people to to want to. Because you know, everyone's not just born a genius. So. You, you gotta you, Everyone's gotta go Everybody the also base. has a thought You know Everybody, everybody has a thought And not everybody Let me tie this executes. up Wait I'm gonna blow your That's mind you, you ready yes. for this? Yes. I'm gonna blow your mind You ready for this one? <laughs> Talk about complete full circle Yeah So I signed to Bungalow Universal Right? Yeah I'm signed to Bungalow Universal Now Talent Music Group is signed We're about to put out our first Wait, release And right We're about Whoa. to do our, our thing Morris Day One of my childhood heroes Whoa. Is signed to Bungalow Universal. Wait a minute. Wait for it. Morris Day is putting out a record. The person A&Ring the record, Artisan Repertoire, the guy A&Ring the record happened to be a kid that used to open shows for me and when I sent him on the open for Tech 9. Of course. His name was x Dash. Of course. He's A&R in the project. But wait, wait, wait for it. I love how the horn horns right when he said Wait that. for it. Morris Day got a feature on his record from Tech Nine. Oh yes! Look at how that all worked out. <laughs> Man, he dropped the mic and walked away. <laughs> Mr. Eric King, everybody. Oh, that's King great. Underscore Eric. Oh my gosh. <laughs> King underscore Eric. This is how you fi- we find you on Instagram. Man, Where else can we have people find you? Where else can people find you? Um. King talent music group talent yeah king underscore eric 312 on instagram wow talent music group dot com this is v-hop nation v-hop nation on instagram myvhopnation.com you know what you could easily do that's our network i'm sure you've already thought about this but my gosh you know with the the easy just technology at our hands you guys already record stuff i mean a whole documentary could be uh, you know listen to all his stories interviewing people that he's helped out along the way you know uh, i mean geez you could do it i mean just look at this wealth of like 
this geyser of information. I couldn't wait for you to meet him. I tried <laughs> introducing to him once before. Because you have such a story, and whoa, wouldn't that be nuts? Dude, you know, I go all the way back to, I used to hang out with Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Alfonso Ribeiro, and I love it. I used to hang out with them when we were kids. Wow. A lot of the shit, people, it's not a conspiracy. Corey Feldman's telling the fucking truth. If anybody wants to know, y'all better believe that boy. Trust me. He was just brave enough to I talk was about there. it, right? I was there. Oh, man. I am so lucky to be talking to you right now. Jeez. I'm lucky that you're talking to these people He's who are like, listening right now. I have to go, but I don't want to. <laughs> I know, I know. You got to go inside. I know. Go find a potty anyway. Yeah, people, oh, we have so to go potty. Get ready for part two. Part two. Right after these messages, we'll be right back. That's right, that's right. Right back, baby. Talk to you later. He lived in the music studio downtown Phoenix. Like and then, so you just record all these albums there. That's what all these all these artists yeah. that are like that. Different he's, artists yes. had different rooms rented out. Was different studios. They'd bring their own equipment in. They do wow. their own shit. And he and there was a, a whole downstairs basement like area that was strictly like a little bar and mm-hmm. and like a little concert hall. But you could only fit like fifty people down like, there. It was day, super he's cool. Like, well, oh. I need your help with something. Cool. I'm like, what's that? And he's like, we're gonna have a little flip here tomorrow. So I need to get the place ready. I'm like, little flip, like, flip, flip, game over. He's like, yeah, that little flip. I'm like, what do we need so, to do? So we set ready? up, right. we set up the place. What does that mean? Flip shows up, <laughs> like, flip right. shows up, and smokes all this weed with everybody. And we go down to the basement and had a fucking paint party. And oh, little yeah, flip was leading. And every once in a while, flip would pick up the mic like in freestyle on the mic. I mean, there was probably 50 of us in this uh, little small space. But his old lady was there, so he wasn't as friendly to people as oh. you would expect them to be. Oh. But and I he felt was like on, he was on... his on, best behavior. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> but yeah. I definitely... It was... But he wasn't disrespectful. We're, we were just chilling and creating, and uh-huh. like, you fucking busted out the thing and said, let's do it. He said, I want to see what everybody has. I want to use the best one. This is what you need to one. start with? And I want to use the best it. one. So we had to draw a pot leaf and then design it, around it. No, we had to draw or, a. We, no, we all had to draw a. It was a, a, pot leaf. a no, it was a fucking four leaf clover. Oh yeah, the four leaf clover. It was a four leaf clover, mm. and we had to design it however we saw fit. And it was. I'm just like. It yeah, was whatever. kind of a really spiritual fucking experience. I. I, bet. I. Other people had certain expectations because it was a little flip, but. I Would got to see. Little what do you mean? Other people had other expectations. Because of what, what do you mean? Like I want to fucking get my. I want to get my picture with Flip. You know. I right. Wanna, and he wasn't. That was. He just where wanted he to be. A, I want to oh, co-create you, you. with you guys. That was and where he was. And, and that's awesome. Think, I think like four people really cool out of 150 got that. It was a really cool experience. It was a really cool experience. To those who woke up to those kinds of gifts, they they really truly got the gift. You know. To some people, those are the ones who were meant to receive it. The people who really got in there and started painting, he was like, "Well, there were people that were happy to be there." That's the people he was gravitating to. Like, phenomenal. I don't. don't, You want to fucking? You want to fucking picture? You want to fucking autograph? Do how many people painting? fit down there with the paintings? Uh, like like there was probably 50, 60 of us. Incredible. 
It was the basement of this fucking studio. It was. They went by and we could be incredible. as loud as we wanted, they day or night. Nobody could like hear four a fucking colors. thing. And this, and you still have access to this place? No, he, no. He oh. stopped renting it oh. a couple years ago. But oh, gotcha. He's in, he's he's That's currently how we in Vegas. He, well, I mean, he lives out of hotels. He's lived out of hotels for six, seven years, as long as I've known him. I mean, when we first met him, he lived in the studio, but. He just likes being He's mobile. He's been traveling the hey, country and doing promotions. I get it. I enjoy it. I haven't worked the same a, a fucking job nine to five since I met him. He was like, you should start doing this. That way, if you need to, you can. I'm like, you know what? And I've never looked back. It's cool with all of like his uh, go-getter, you know, the, being he, that explorative and he, just testing out all that stuff. so drive, many things that he's doing. Um, V-Hop Nation. Is about to get a, a, an NFL sponsorship. Oh, cool! Um, I even today I still go. Really? Are, is that going to happen? We'll see. But no, he's like no. It, we, you know what? We're about I, to get I a serious sponsorship. I, I have got, a friend that reminds three, me of this kind of spirit. Three right major here. artists are already wow. on Talent Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Which is a VHOP company. Mm-hmm. Um, Vibrate Hire Parish. When he first told me about that, I was like, oh, wow. I was thinking, I don't know what the fuck I thought. But Were you familiar with a lot of these artists that, you know, once he started telling you oh, that he I was, was connected with? Yeah. I was back in the day. I mean, through yeah. Eric, we've met Countless. Coolio. Fucking served as uh, homemade... Moonshine. Moonshine. <laughs> Incredible story. Poured it for me. How did you end like, over there? How did that happen? Shut the fuck up. We were backstage at the Montana. New Year's Montana. show. And no, it was, this was this was Fayetteville. Oh, Fayetteville, yeah. Okay. And um, Rob Bass. Um, <laughs> Rob Bass was there too. That's incredible. CNC Famous Kyle Rifkin, who's his DJ, his like sideman. We had Lil Mims. Who I follow on IG. Like, I'm going to send you his account. You'll be like, Oh, he's, he's so is Eric like tapped like, in, he tuned just on. make festivals of all, all, all these guys, That's right? What he is he, to well, in Flagstaff, Twister was the headliner. Do you know who Twister is? Uh, yes. yes. He was the headliner. It was like a private concert because we were getting it's so a, many. So was, him too. There we was, were getting so many yeah, storms we, we and shit. Him. They were warning people, it, flood uh, warnings, that. flood warnings, get away, get away. So when we actually went up to the concert, they were having there it rain or shine. It was raining all day. 50 people. It was raining all day, and then about two. It was like a personal, private concert to me and fifty people. I didn't know. (laughs) It was amazing. Oh my gosh! Lightning struck. Scatter man, like all these big artists. Twister, it's incredible. Little Flip was there. Yeah. Wow. You two have just immersed yourself in this whole realm. I, I would like to. I. I want to. I want to unite all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, it was really, it was a thing off my bucket list tonight for you to meet Eric. That was a thank load Thank you. Off. That we was a load of, I really, really wanted y'all to meet. Because we were trying to talk, you was, were talking when we were trying to talk to him on the phone before, you know, and he was like, he was, and it was hard to hear he him was, and stuff. He, he was, was so funny. It was he comical. He was done with that conversation, but when he actually met you, uh-huh. he was like. He couldn't say enough. Kurt's? When's Kurt gonna be? Can we talk to him? At, like, 
I'm like, well, we're going to go back tonight. He was like, I'm not doing that. He's he's trying to get back to Vegas, so he's... He's, at, he's, he, he's, he's on the road. Already he's on the road asleep. to no, his next probably, destination. He's probably already asleep. He's going to sleep oh. and hit the road in the morning. Holy well, he cow. didn't have his dog. His dog was in the hotel. Oh, wow. So he travels with the dog. and he, That's incredible. I'm sorry. How do you live somewhere without an address? How do, how do people not you send do, you? You do, don't you? How do people not send I mean, you mail? Honestly, don't you? I, I don't know. A majority of the time, I mean, don't you, you have? Well, I mean, you have an address have at home. Stuff. You have an address yeah. at home, but so how often are you there? Email well, the best way actually, for people. You know what's so crazy? I'm actually there a lot. Cause this, oh, really? Yeah, because now especially <coughs> Yachtly Cruise picked up more. <coughs> now I'm just there all the time, and I'm just like editing Watching things Watching social media, y'all stuff. are everywhere. It's, it's so crazy. Jazz, the bassist, is so good with the social media. He's so good with like keeping up on things and. You're pretty good with it too. I've seen your videos. I've seen some cool shit you've done, right? Thank you. You've done some Don't cool ever shit. sell yourself short. You're one of the most we're, talented we're people I've ever met. My favorite is Kind Master, but Kind or oh, Kin Master, Kin Master, it, they either way they fuck me because I was people. paying. Three ninety nine a month, or thirty nine. We used edit thirty nine a year for the premium, and premium went up to like twelve bucks a month, or a hundred and thirty nine a year. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Jesus! Just over the last couple of weeks, I people well, video, I really I, wanna, I edit with video. Loop. I feel like I should. I, I feel like. That. I feel like I've done this shit. For, I, I mean, have you seen Can I some show of you my videos? You've seen Absolutely. some of my videos that I've done. I want to show you. Bob Dylan. I never really thought about it, but yeah, those little like crackles and the audio itself. It's almost like a different microphone environment. Um, I don't know what it is. Pretty interesting. Um, how the future with record keeping um, and blockchain and all this. So nerdy, right? But, like, it's going to change, hopefully, um, so that originals cannot be removed. But, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, pretty subtle changes. Thank you, Life is Art Reality Show podcast, for your contribution. Um, this episode... I've I've had like stacked up and almost kind of ready to rock and roll. I just had to put in some descriptions. You know how that is. You got to put in the descriptions in your podcast. So you want to give some credit where credits due and put some links in there to people's podcasts. And I put your links to your podcast in there. Life is art reality show. Um, I do find it strange that Anchor took away the aspect that beautiful community aspect that we've grown to love so much of connecting with one another, leaving messages for each other uh, on the podcast, implementing the messages into our podcast so we could share our other favorite podcasts with the world. I love that. I don't even know if you're going to be able to hear this Life is Art Reality show podcast because since the time I had saved this um, on there, this was before those rules came about. It's interesting how once Spotify... um, bought anchor they took away features it's like don't take away features you can add to it but what about these great features that are going on where it's building a community come on you want to build a community you want them to talk nice about you 
I do love the feature that you can add video on there. So I will be doing that. I will be making a Fiverr and selling airtime for the podcast. This broadcasts all the way out there, all across the countries. So I'm going to make a Fiverr and get people's stories out there in the world. Um, Life is Art Reality Show. I hope that you hear this. I hope you can hear this. There's such wonderful people I've met on here. For instance, Desert Fox from Cannabis Conundrum and Foxy Lady from Awesome Sauce Radio, who I am going to be, um, if I haven't already, if I haven't played part one yet of the interview, um, you'll be able to, I might have either, either started that or we're about to start it. Either way, I had a wonderful time meeting up with them. And uh, I'm sure it'll happen again next time. Actually, that's coming up. February, what is that? February, I wonder if this will still record while I'm looking. February 14th and 15th, I believe, is the next time that Yachtly Crew is going to play out there in Arizona. So if you're listening to this, you want to come out. January 13th in Tempe, Arizona. January 14th in Tucson. So that's coming up. I'd love to see you out there. I think it'd be phenomenal. Chances are I'll meet up with Foxy Lady and Desert Fox. So if you want to meet us up, meet us out there, we'll talk. Heck, maybe they'll bring Eric King again. We can get some more information out of him. So um, the thing that Life is Art Reality Show podcast is referencing uh, there's there's a question I put out there on the podcast a while ago concerning it's interesting when I'm listening to iTunes now I hear these these uh, albums I hear songs but it's a different version from what I remember some might say well it's just because you were listening to it on a CD player on a particular stereo or you're usually you're used to listening to it through a Walkman or listening to it through particular speakers this is how it listen this is how it sounds coming out of a out of a cell phone or this is how it sounds when you got your bluetooth uh earpods in your ears so that's possible i i i let that slide however i gotta say i listened to david bowie's black star a lot a lot on youtube this is before youtube started inserting ads and stuff remember back in the day when people could upload an entire album all these really cool outtakes of Beatles albums all kinds of cool stuff used to be up there David Bowie's Black Star, the entire, someone uploaded the entire album. There are no breaks in there. There was no ads. The entire thing, I listened to it over and 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 over. You know when you do something like that, you know all the little nooks and crannies, the textures, the layers, all the caverns, peaks in the valleys. You know about them all. That's how I felt with this album. So when I went to go listen to it on iTunes, and I played it out of my iTunes speaker, To my surprise, I found that these sounds were a little different. The saxophone solo was a little different, or the the inflection of his voice was a little different. Um, Or he held out a note a little bit longer, or was a little bit shorter with the note. You can tell that stuff, right, when you listen to it over and over and over again. It's burrowed in your brain, unless we truly have entered a, what do they call that, the uh, Mandela effect. This could be one of those Mandela effects. 
So thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto and on with the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, please tell about there's, there's, no, there's, oh, so if, if you subscribe to the Flat Earther, I'm, I'm all about the Flat Earthers. I want to hear Dude, I love hearing anything that anybody has to and say about anything. I love all kinds of perspectives. There's several maps that I've learned about just in the past month. Yes. That there's our, our seven continents, but we're all inside the ice walls. I've heard... Oh. And and outside the ice walls, there's like eight other continents. This is what I've heard. Like, it's a coin. There's like a coin of ice yeah. around it, and that's why it's all held within the circle, right? Yeah. But no, they say no one's been beyond the ice and walls. That's the panic, is that, oh shit, that wall is melting. What are we going to do? So when? beyond that, that's interesting. There's, See, that was an affirmation, a big affirmation from the universe going, yep, that is there. there's stuff going point. on there. <laughs> You're on point, bro. I saw it. Did you see the the drone footage of someone flying it over the over the wall? And there's like a little there's like a little um, some buildings back there. Yeah. Well, what they're else has talking been about, said about it? Whole fucking countries, whole continents, seven of them to be exact. What are the names of them? Do they have names? I, they all they do have names. I I am not interesting if that's the case. So then. You know, like but they say, some of them aren't ours. Mm-hmm. Like it's not people living in all. Well, of them. I was just going to say this. I wonder if maybe this is where some of well, the interdimensionality comes I was just through. Say, so maybe that's where the, the translation are coming from. Yeah, there's ah. there's there's other species that live that occupy a few of the continents oh over gosh. there. Oh my gosh. And it's wow, man. the super rich and the wow. super like will <clears throat> fuck you up if you don't let us stay i mean (laughs) you know it's so crazy because i'm getting like i'm getting flashbacks of like you know in planet of the apes where they're like don't go to the don't go to the what outer zone or something like don't go there because they don't want anyone to see what the truth is they don't want anyone well and then of course i heard and i think that's kind of that's an analogy maybe for the ice wall so there's a there's a page that i follow on ig and and the guy asks the question all the time what is a a conspiracy theory that you think a hundred fucking percent is real and there was one guy who answered Area 51 right where's the one place on planet earth you're gonna get shot on site mm-hmm. it's not that they're hiding something they don't want us to leave that's the exit Oh, oh my gosh, my head, my head feels like it just, I got tingly all over my body when you said that, once I, once it really set in, and once I really understood what you're saying. That's the exit, they're not hiding a UFO, that's the, that's the way out of the simulation. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. (laughs) How do you argue? My toes just got tingly. Mind blown, right? (laughs) Argue with that one. Calling me. Inspirato Projecto. Whew. Wow, my toes are tingly. He's got a Google number, don't you? I do. Inspirato Projecto Google number. Call us with your reaction. Call us, 561-203-9179. Do you two know there's something strange with Anchor now? That thing that I sent you? Yeah, this thing that yeah I sent they you, took that away thing. our favorites. We can't, like, listen to I sent them an now. email, and I was just, like, throwing a temper tantrum like a kid. Like, I was throwing poopy diapers. I'm like, why would you take something away that's working perfectly fine, exactly. that people aren't enjoying? We're making a community here. We're, that's what we, we created well, your app. You know, like, we're all, we all in it together. And, 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 you know, they, and their response should 
be well we're technically Spotify we bought That's Anchor exactly and we want we you and all the other people to come over here to fucking Spotify and get you know what listens. that's what I was reading in the fine print <laughs> I, that's what I was reading in the subtext they're like we want you well you, we would prefer you see it on Spotify right Spotify. but we found each other through we Anchor did. yes through being was, able to look at different things and find people that we resonated with there yes was it took it gone. took our choices away basically I protest well, they said that, I guess... Cyber Anchor, shots. you make me sad. I asked you about <gasps> cyber shots. died. Okay, okay. He's a good okay. friend of ours in Florida. He's he our age. He always had a cyber shot. We talked cyber to him on fucking, shit. what, Thursday? Saturday, he He was in a lot died. of our intros and stuff. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? What, what the we heck? We never found out any details. He just died suddenly on Saturday, and we found out, like, Monday morning. And then somebody reaffirmed it and called but us like was, Tuesday afternoon, bawling her eyes. There was a lot of people you did work for that are good friends with yeah. him. Yeah, so you I, sent I, you sent intros to him, I believe. I think I I think I must have, I think I had to have. Cyber he, shots and uh, yes, the professor. Well, shots with the professor I, and something like that. Something with Mr. Campbell. Yeah. Gosh, man, you know that's. It's so crazy because you find weird you make friends in the most unexpected places, and, you know. And, Capone, and then when something happens to him, you're like him. in shock, and you're and like, Capone "What?" Capone told you. And Capone. And I, Guru, I'm like, Guru, up. remember Guru Warrior? The Guru Lucas Yes. Warrior? She called us, leaving a She's voicemail, like, crying that she, you know, that he had passed away. <clears throat> yeah. And she couldn't get in detail because she couldn't stop crying. Like four oh. different people. I'm like, yeah, Jeez, we know. Man. Yeah, we know. And nobody has any details? Nobody knows anything. I mean, do they know what his real name is? His name, yeah, yeah I know his Richard name. Richard Campbell. Yeah, his name, yeah, his name is Richard so Campbell. So, did you, did you see any obituaries? Not yet, but, um, Aunt Capone's recent episode, um, coming out today, what is that, the 9th? The 10th? Yeah, oh, the 10th. 10th. The 10th of September, he, his episode a is a show. tribute to Cyber. Awesome. He he did it, digital flowers. A lot of people might have heard of. Well, he did a he he did make a promise that anybody in the next until anchor kills the voice message thing, if you leave a message for for cyber shots on that particular show, he will put, add it. It's awesome. Except now he can't. So he can. No, he still can. The the well, voice this messages. This is the weird thing. They they did agree to continue the voice messages. I was happy to see that I could... But he's not around I've to never add gotten them. one, though. He's not around to add them to a show, so... Not outside of Anchor. Oh, right, right. Yeah, no, I don't think I have either. Or I don't know if I have or not. Because I think, don't you have to sign up for Anchor if you leave a voice message? No, if, like, say, How for instance, work? I'm looking th- at you. you let's do it right Anchor. now. Yes, but I'm saying, like, if someone from... If I, I, know, I was like, but, oh, yeah, oh, leave yeah, me a message. Oh, yeah, I think they do. But, no, uh, but no, the only way they could no. do that is if they found it through Anchor, right? No. Because would that no. little square still be up there? I don't think so. So, here's Spotify. I can't think the, along with you. I don't yeah, know how like, accurate I am, because I don't pay attention. Well, because I know, like... Sometimes there are those things where it looks like it's just the easiest thing. It's like, oh, plug and play. Oh, okay, cool. I'll leave a message. And then it's like, okay, now in order to access you that, we need you to, you know, sign up app. this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's something like that or if it's something that's easy. Because if it's something that's easy, see, that's nice. That's really good. The last time I actually tried it, I mean, granted, it was a few years ago, but you had to download the app and make an account. 
which my my kids both did, so mm. they could call in and leave messages. Oh, that's great. So, so we both have them on. We have them both on a cannabis conundrum because they called. Pardon me. They left messages on send the a weed voice etiquette message. episode. Boom. So from right here, oh. from Spotify, I'm about to send you a voice message. From Spotify. On Anchor. Ooh. He's doing it from spot. So people I can leave a voice message on Spotify. I didn't well, know this till right now. Anywhere they're listening. No way. If they look at the show notes. Here we go. No way. This is incredible. By the way, here, you can listen to him leave the message here, and then you can hear the message, which I will. Start my recording now. This is good. I don't think this has ever been done in the history of life. <laughs> you might be Got right. Got it, thanks. Ooh, Microphone access required. <laughs> You're witnessing the birth of something. Ooh. Maybe it's hard to do. Are they making you sign in? No, I said they can't access my microphone. Give it allowances. It, n- I, it never asked me for allowances. <laughs> Wait, okay, we just went through a screw. See, that gave one the impression that it would take you to the screen that would be like the next step, but it just took you to a white screen. <laughs> it was just like a... <gasps> We're just Hello, gonna fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, well... I'm not here. Well, the first time it took me to the... All right, so we got... Oh, yes. Send a voice message, support this podcast. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Anchor, leave a message. Survey says... This is great. That sounds like a lot of clicks. Leave a message. Leave a motherfucking (laughs) message. All right, I think it might be working. I don't think it is. It's unfair. There's a button there, but when you press the button... But maybe when they get rid of all the shit that helps us communicate with each other, then it'll... Oh, yeah. They'll have room for that. It's interesting. Well, what's interesting was they said something about, like, you won't get a notification if someone sends you voicemail on Anchor, yet you'll get an email. So it's like, I guess it's neat. In a way, you'll still know. You'll still know. But it's it's, it's like, so why take it away? Windows, it's not taking me nowhere. It's odd when there are upgrades. I still so can't understand. Anchor messages. It's not an upgrade when it's well, a downgrade. That's what I, that's, those are the things I can't understand. When they go, oh, it's an upgrade. But then they take away three or four things. Oh, and you go, Anchor has downgraded game? a lot, especially since Spotify took over. Because Spotify wants to direct all traffic did, to Spotify. The rest of us all got together and were like, have you heard from Inspirado? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my god! we gosh. all talked about you. That's and, awesome. And I'm like, that dude fucking hit everybody up. That's fucking brilliant. I fucking love it. Thank you. And oh, my God. That's I, so cool to know that those little seeds are out there and they, they're resonating. Because oh, it was so fun. As soon as I realized so I could do voicemail, I would go on met. all these like, podcasts. You, that was the first I question I asked And I just go, yep, 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 yep. And it was just so fun. And they'll be like, Inspir- you is know that him? the crazy guy that left yeah. me some whacked out song? <laughs> I'm like, probably. I love it. Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> I just laughed and said, probably. Oh my gosh. It was like ding dong ditch, you know? I just leave him a little gift on the doorstep. Socially unacceptable, the dope little podcast, fucking no show, fucking. Um, what was his name? Ah. Uh, what, D? D Win. 
Oh the yes. D-Win legacy. Oh, and we, we live on a planet. We He's live also on a great. Planet. That's so oh, incredible yeah. that we all know of these same folks. Yeah, That's incredible. Like, that, there are um, so many anchor oh, folks. Just, so it's so I, interesting been, the fact that we happen to be the same. Back and forth this weekend because he's a Bills fan, and the Bills fucking. They pissed on their Wheaties and all that. It was, it was ugly. <laughs> the Bills that he played that game. Three o four a.m. So Is it too early to call Maria? <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> I, know, I, I call her through if, through uh, call with friends. <laughs> she's like, but she out, still man. sounds just bright and cheery. Hi, this is Maria. <laughs> Does she totally sounds like a seventies DJ? Like I would expect her to be like like in another scene in WKRP <laughs> in Cincinnati, like, like a lost scene. They open up a door and there she is. She's like a whole another DJ that nobody knows. In like this little fairyland with flowers and bunny oh, rabbits and kids. Just and so soothing. Yeah, is, I don't know how You're she keeps right. up with all the social network. You know, I was I was thinking about she this the other day. Oh no, I'm thinking. The word. I was thinking about this the other day that like it takes a lot of time just to leave reply. Like if you want to be. Like, I like, like to leave sometimes eloquent replies Here, and things, but it takes up things. a lot of time on social things. networks. It's like, it I'm sorry to so, you, but I'm like, there's, there's Instagram, wanna, there's TikTok, there's, I, I hardly go on Facebook. I'm going to give you something deep. Oh, yes, please. So, every podcaster, how many fucking podcasters are there? Like, a billion? 500? Yes. Billion? Yeah. Um, they all do the same thing. They all, well, they don't all do the same thing, but a lo- most of them are like us they're learning how to make these videos they're fucking promoting their shit their whole social media is hey come listen to my podcast come listen to my podcast come listen to my... you know how you build your audience mm. is Don't to is to that. make it go to groups that are talking about the same thing that you are doing yeah and just provide value to them and that's what's so cool and, and eventually the they'll thing. click on you and go oh the fuck Kurtz in Sparata Projecto yes. oh fuck Kurtz Oh fuck! <laughs> let me let me see what this dude's doing, and and they want to provide value to you like it's you did incredible. to them, and, and oh it just gosh. it's a fucking once you open it, it's a flood. It, oh my gosh, it is so fun how it works. It's so Brace fun, but Batman. not not trying to promote yourself, but just yeah. Here's my links. Yes, click on me, but they're not going to click on you until they have the value. That's the game. Give them a reason to click. You know, it, it is so interesting. It's like, it's like so simple. It's like, okay, these people over here like to eat turkey sandwiches or whatever. You know, it's like, okay, I already do well, podcasts all about turkey sandwiches. Right. Those Same. are the people that I needed. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Those how many, are my people. Honestly, <laughs> how like, many the, people? It's like, here's your food. How many people do you struggle with? Like, oh, I should unfriend this person because they all they do is... Listen to my podcast. Listen to my shit. <laughs> right. yeah, I and know. And you want right? to be the friend because thing. it is my friend. But oh. God damn it, I'm but so But what's so crazy is I know I'm, I'm looking always, at your posts. Well, that's what's so crazy is I'm always like promoting something I'm doing, but I'm trying to do it but in a, no, an obnoxious way where it seems like it's an ad. Like, you don't. It's not ever an ad for your show. Like it's you're, so you're diversified so fucking much that it, it's beautiful when you do it. <laughs> thank it thank is. You. I. I I'm not even trying to tell thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I try to make it so diversified. Form. You're going so many different directions that, and you fucking it's like who the hell is Inspirado projecting? <laughs> like fucking Kobe. You know Whatever corner, I'll oh go over God. here and hit it. Let me oh, hear from I'm here. I'm so excited. Let there. me hear from oh. there. And you fucking you hit all the thank shots. Thank you for saying this because I wanted it to seem like it was an art collective, which it actually is. It you is. Know? It's a collection it is. of that's my the, friends. That's and the, the point. 
And so, you know, at first it was just me sort of cloning myself in a sense of just, you know, using all of my talents to, or whatever, whatever my passions were, whatever was leading me, you know, like, oh, we're going this way now. So if it was that, okay, that goes in the podcast. Oh, we're going here. Oh, and it's fun when that happens, when it leads you around. What are you pointing at me? Does this happen to you? Oh, yes. Tell me about a psychic. I'm the person to talk to about psychics. Oh, he needs to hear that story. I love stories about psychics with psychics. I went with a friend to work an event. OMG goodness. um, A big fucking weed event company here. Mm. So this event that on this particular day. Celebrity theater. No, that was. Okay, so this event on this particular day was like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. They started at one point, and they had to go through the town and visit these different things to get oh, these did. cards to participate. We were like the last stop. We had this giant parking lot. Nobody all day. It was like the most lamest. I mean, not because nobody of trap culture, but it's like nobody ventured down that far. They're like, ah, we've gone far enough, we, you know. Because we were like the we're last stop. Much. It was super right. far away. Whatever. And, yeah. um... So during our day of scouting around and, and, you know, just kind of walking around, <laughs> checking each other out, because we had plenty of time to do that, I walked by this lady that was doing readings, mm-hmm. a little short lady. She wasn't doing readings. She just walked by and was like, hi. She and was you were doing like, readings. I walked past her several times oh. before. Um, oh, but okay. then she was done doing readings, and she kind of... She was just kind of standing there, and I walked by, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, I'm good, comes up and says, she, you know, she looks at me kind of disturbed, and I'm why did you stop writing? I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> I'm like 50 years old. I haven't written since ninth grade. So your passions grade. were since like. Ninth grade. Were she's like, no, that's where you're her. supposed to be. Whoa. You're supposed to be there right now, writing. Well, You're a writer. Why like, did you quit doing that? write children's books. But yeah, I mean, you sorry. You off slow. That's beautiful to hear. My family didn't even know. They still probably don't know that I was a writer. And I mean, I started, I did a lot of she writing. Cried. I wrote. She's like, shut the fuck up. I wrote poems. <laughs> I wrote song lyrics. I drew pictures. Do you pictures. have this stuff? No, someone stole my portfolio. That's why I quit writing. Someone stole my shit. It's like, are they plagiarizing it? Did they burn it? I mean. I don't even know, and I'm not. I'm like, fuck it. If they're gonna be that cruel. Well, I think. So uh, I stopped writing. I mean, but I was in ninth grade. I was going through a lot of have, shit. No, My parents just got a divorce. Just, you know, there like, was a lot of stuff yes. going on. You know what? Before you leave, why did you? <laughs> She's wow. like, why did you stop writing? I'm like, I haven't written since ninth grade. She's like, I know. Why? I'm like, um. Someone stole my shit and it upset me, and I wasn't gonna put my stuff in their hands anymore. Um, I just, yeah. Someone stole my stuff. That's why. What'd she say to that? She's like, "You're, you need for you to be heard and to help teach the world. You need to write, and maybe you should do children's books too." Through your fuck, you're gonna teach the world through your words. That's perfect. So have you been writing since then? I have not done anything. I have well, writers. Well, that was a block. nudge from the universe to kind that of go. That was a huge nudge. And then this is the second one. It that's is. Most well, recent. and then I but had. There's probably another one in between here. And there. I've had. I've there's had, probably a lot more. <laughs> I've had a lot of there's, nudges. She's had more than one. I've had a lot of nudges. Like previously to that, yeah. this kid started working at this golf course I used to work at, and he's like, I don't know, 16, 17 years old, a young kid, and I used to work in the kitchen, and he came up 
behind the kitchen door one day and he's like, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, I didn't, pardon me, I didn't think anything weird. And he's like, God sent me to you. I'm like, okay. He's like, God has a message for you. I'm like, okay, what is it? He's like, um, don't put him aside or something like that. You need to reconnect with him. I'm like, um, I wasn't unaware I disconnected. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, no, there's there's something you need to do. And, and I'm here. I was sent here to tell you this message. I'm like, what? And then like pass, two weeks later, he was out cleaning the ball pit out in the driving range and got pinged in the head with a ball. Almost oh, killed his ass. Oh, no. <laughs> he recovered, came back, got his, you know. But, yeah, he, he quit, like, right after that. <laughs> and it was really weird because I, I don't remember his last name, but I rem- his last name was something that had been, like, a frequent flyer in my past, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember his last name, but it, name it had come up a few times in my past. And I'm like, oh, God, I didn't Wow. Me. And, this, and was that name associated with writing or something that was within that I'm same kind of sure, spirit? I'm not sure, but he was telling me I needed to just go back to church. And I'm like, no, people touch me and I don't like that. I don't have to go to church to worship the guy or believe in the guy. I don't believe I need to do that. Today, we're writing an audio drama. Good. Good. All right, there you and go. That'll well, that'll no. be the damn that brings we it. We we will we will. Oh my god! I I'll I'll I will saturate you. We might need you. Invoices. <laughs> we might need you. Put on your life coats. Oh, that would be fun. We might need you lyrically. That would be fun to make up some crazy. Songs. I would love to. It's I would it. love to. Off off. Off the record. Oh yes, we'll yes. We'll fucking discuss it. Oh yes, yes. That's Don't good. Don't forget to edit this before you do this off the record. No, I oh, mean, yeah. I, I just tell <laughs> you yeah. certain things. No, no, we won't record it them. now, or I could stop now. No, I whatever, whatever. Yeah, fine. no, I want to hear this. It's Brado. It's Man here. I want to know more about those monthly meetings in Hollywood on the UFOs. He sent me a message, and I want to let you know that I just did an episode on ET, EBEs, and crop circles. Hey, do you have any experience with crop circles or talking about with anybody? Man behind the machine, you are yet another one that I will miss the phenomenal calls from the 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 amazing extraterrestrial and artificial intelligent asides that you've you've given to me. You've been you've been dillying and dallying and digging and uh spelunking spelunking within the uh within those areas of ai i bet you you have come so far right now if in uh, as we've heard all over the place chat gpt also there's another one that i've been using um chat gpt there's a lot to be said about this and i'm curious what your thoughts are i wish i could hear your thoughts because i wish you could hear this segment that i'm putting in of you. Um, I'm going to answer this for the people who are listening, for you who are listening. Those monthly meetings happened several years ago. My buddy, John Gillette, who lived out here, who has had many experiences and has, in fact, um, seen many photos of UFOs 
in pictures, in photos of him long ago, dating all the way back. UFOs up in the sky. And uh, when we recorded a movie about my character getting abducted by aliens, we saw tons of orbs in those photos that were developed. This is before digital. This was, he shot it digitally, but um, the photos he did on, wait, did he? No, I'm trying to make it sound earlier than it was. No, I think he had a digital camera. I don't think he used a smartphone. There's like a digital camera. All of these orbs emerged. It made so much sense. It felt like the extraterrestrials were there blessing this movie. Who knows if that movie will ever get distributed. However, I had a fun time shooting it. And he and I would go to these secret UFO meetings. The only way you could get in there was if someone vouched for you. The other prerequisite was that you had to work in the industry, the movie or TV show industry somehow. The other prerequisite was that you had to either be interested in UFOs in some way or contacted, abducted, etc. and so forth. If you worked for a secret agency that knew something about it. So, um, that's, those were the ways. And my buddy John Gillette knew that this was a big deal to me. So, I think I did this on three occasions. And each time there were different folks there who had dealt with various situations uh, with UFOs. And uh, it's quite intriguing to hear stories coming from people from all these different angles. One guy interviewed um, like high, high level, high security clearance folks. He said one of them told him that uh, there's a, you know, we've heard about the hollow earth. He said that there's a, an entrance in North Pole and then an uh, entrance and exit North Pole and South Pole. That's if you believe the hollow earth theory. There's, of course, the theory um, that we've heard from the foxes. Have we gotten to that yet? The, the idea that we've heard about that. Either way, either way, whether it's... Okay, so there's another theory that there's this um, ice wall, ice wall, and then there are more, even more continents that, that go beyond that more and more continents that are beyond that ice wall and that's part of the reason why they're said they're they're worried that the ice the arctic wall is melting because now we'll be able to you know fly past it and see what else is going on over there with these meetings this took place in marina del rey at a motion capture studio and sometimes there are 15 sometimes there are about 30 people there depending on who was brought in to speak the guy who did Fire in the Sky, he was there. Tracy. Um, I think he's the man that the movie was about. Up in Strawberry, where he had um, some of these issues. He, uh, he was there to speak. Another time it was Dr. Roger Lear. Dr. Roger Lear had the what he called the alien scalpel. Um, he had... The, it is um, his website, his YouTube channel. If you go to um, archive.org and go to the Wayback Machine, you can go to www.alienscalpel.com. 
com, and you can bring up those records of um, his various blogs and stuff. Roger Lear said, said that he had the smoking gun of um, of evidence of extraterrestrial life, and that was the implants that people would come in and they'd ask him to remove it. He said there was one that was biological in nature. It was kind of like a circular, kind of like if you imagine if someone had like a, like a, I don't know, like a, a zit or something under their skin or like a ball, you know, you like, you feel like there's a ball under there. He said he would, he would move a pen, you know, like the pen was closed. He'd kind of move it along the arm or a pencil or something. And this thing would follow it. And he said when they removed it, it lost the electric impulse because the, all these things, they have an electric impulse when it's in the arm, behind the ear, in the neck, in the foot, between the toes, wherever it's hiding, it has an electric impulse. And then when you take it out, he tries to put it into a Petri dish with the person's own blood. And so ideally it, it recognizes that. But every single time, as soon as he carves it out of there, it loses its electric impulses. Dr. Roger Lear, he has stepped into the great beyond, but he told me about all kinds of stuff. Project Looking Glass, he told me about the Yellow Book. A lot of interesting stuff that I came across there. There was a girl who's, whose grandfather worked at Area 51. There's a guy who had a series of UFO encounters through the years where they would show, they would show up. Um, the same guy who interviewed the guy who where, where the... Uh, airplane flew through the middle of the center of the earth where he basically said he looked out the window and he saw down there down below woolly mammoths prehistoric creatures the same guy who interviewed that guy uh, talked to another guy who's who woke up woke up one night and he saw this very tall lizard creature taking like a blood sample out of his wife's arm and uh, he goes up to the creature the creature put it puts out its hand he kind of puts the hand up in front of him, kind of like the uh, gesture of like, these are the droids, these are not the droids you're looking for type of thing. And the guy freezes and it says into his brain, um, something like, I need to finish this. I will not hurt, hurt her. And so then the guy was frozen still. Lizard finished taking the blood and zoop, walk, walks, through the, walks through the wall, disappeared. In the morning, the wife gets a phone call from the twin sister who lives down the street. Twin sister said, I had this terrible dream that this tall lizard creature visited me and, and took and took some of my blood in the middle of the night. And when the, when the wife said that to the, to the husband, the husband goes, that's what I saw a lizard doing to you, a tall lizard creature, a reptile, reptilian entity doing to you. Um, who knows if they have that type R blood some of us have the type r blood anyway that's all i'm going to say about that but thank you so much for contributing man behind the machine for anyone else if you want to contribute to the podcast please call 561-203-9179-er by the way i meant to say that the ufo group was called the uh, paradigm research group it happened once a month, and it was run by Stephen G. Bassett. Stephen G. Bassett. This guy has been really trying to get 
UFO disclosure going for eons. Eons. Um, there's also another Stephen to, to consider. His name is Dr. Stephen Greer. He's the guy who does the CE5s. Have you heard about that? Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It's an intentional... It's an intentional... Um, you use different meditations and different methods to actually intentionally bring about UFO sightings and other contacts. So... Uh, Keep your eyes and ears out for those guys. Stephen Bassett, um, I actually had the opportunity of interviewing him for a completely different podcast. Who knows if this thing will actually get released. Um, the guy had interviewed me probably a a week or so prior concerning Legend of Fall Creek and Black Pumpkin. Those are the two horror films that I was in. Legend of Fall Creek and Black Pumpkin. Those are on iTunes and Amazon and all over the place. He was interviewing me about that, and he ended up telling me that he was going to interview Stephen Bassett and a guy named Darcy Weir. Darcy Weir is big into the Bigfoot stuff. Stephen Bassett is big into the ufology. And so... I ended up being, a, the guy's like, yeah, I'm going to be interviewing these guys. And I go, no way. And so I knew about these guys. And he goes, well, how about you be on the show and you can interview them mostly. And I'll just ask a couple other questions. I said, phenomenal. So that felt so good. He kind of let me just kind of take over his podcast. Who knows if that, when, when that'll be um, out there in the world. He said he was, he was working on like a dog on these things. He was doing tons of these interviews all throughout quarantine. And, um, so, so who knows, that might emerge. But I got a chance to talk to Stephen Bassett, and I found out, you know, it's interesting when you find out about the the motivations behind why people do what they do. This man's whole motivation of disclosure has to do with the doomsday clock. Did we talk about this? You know how the doomsday clock, it's this arbitrary uh, time this clock apparently there's a society of these people who are paid to to look at facts and figures around the world and decide how close we are to nuclear war so stephen bassett thought that the sooner we get to disclosure the sooner the doomsday clock will stop that's his motivation right there he's worried about nuclear war he's worried that we're going to get nu nuclear war and that we're going to we're going to explode each other before we get a chance to um, hear disclosure about these these extraterrestrials. And I th I think that the extraterrestrials, from what I've heard through Dolores Cannon and Bashar and Abraham, um, no extraterrestrial in the world would ever want to see us explode ourselves. They would never let that happen. There's already been tons of stories where um, they've just stopped these these missiles from flying out. It would have major repercussions across uh, all these different dimensions, all these different planets, all these different species would be affected by this. It would really reverberate. So um, it gets real deep. If you want to go deeper into it, 
Look up Bashar Channeling. Bashar Channeling. Look that up on YouTube. Look up Dolores Cannon, QHHT, otherwise known as Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. And then look up Abraham Hicks, H-I-C-K-S. Look those up. Those people are uh, quite astonishing spiritualists. I'm using these AirPods that Kristen got me. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing to be talking about. That's a whole nother episode. However, I had to clear that up about Stephen Bassett. Just had to let you know. Uh, let me know what this sounds like now that I'm using the AirPods. I'm, I'm speaking through what I believe is the microphone that's on the AirPod um, rather than through the um, through the uh, phone itself on speaker. Usually I speak in while it's like, there it is, just right there on the phone. Uh, or a microphone. But this time I'm using an AirPod for the very first time. So we shall see how it comes out. Let me know. Let me know any feedback you got. Any feedback you got. Um, all right. Without further ado, we got some more little little bit jingle jangle here with the with the foxes, desert fox and foxy lady. Um, also, Maria Humphreys, thank you. She's coming up. She's going to be closing us out. Thank you so much, Maria Humphreys, for being a part of this podcast. Um, check her out. Strong body, strong soul. Hodgepodge. Okay. Okay, so what's the name of this lady who's very similar to Dolores Cannon? Who goes at what does she do past life regressions too? She is she psychic or no, she's a, a channel. No, you're good. Oh she's a okay. That's awesome. You're good guys, you're good. <laughs> you're all good. No damage. You're all good. Uh, Barbara <laughs> Be safe, man. Yeah, Barbara Marciniak. Marciniak. And so she talks about the Pleiadians? She channels the Pleiadians, and, and she's like, so here's where you got it wrong. Right, so there's 13 libraries. In the first book, the main gist of it is there's 13 libraries, and one of them's already been destroyed. That's why there's three different peoples from three different planets that protect Earth. your library. Not you. Oh, we whoa. give a fuck about you. Where's my library? On, the and on all, the collection, note, all the collection but, of my knowledge. But on a side right? note, is that what you're saying? But, but on a side note, if the Pleiadians the ourselves. On the earth, the, the trees, so the animals. There's so. stuff on the planet that, mm. doesn't belong, that doesn't belong to us. We're librarians. We're supposed to take care Our of it. Our job oh. here on planet earth is to be a fucking librarian. Take notes. Um, fine tune the talk, like the blood. The menstrual blood is like sacred and holy, and that's how we get our power is to drink the blood. Oh, you gotta really? be all blessed. kinds of weird yeah, shit that this that book says. Book. But at the end of it, you're like, whoa. I mean, I feel like, fuck, should we, we should be doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I and they were like, if you don't, if you blood. don't, because most humans won't drink the blood, fucking bleed into the crops and the crops will grow with the same nutrients. Good night. Good night. Be safe. Y'all be safe, bro. Walk careful. There's a Um, car there. (laughs) You'll get the fucking same nutrients out of the crops that you would have. And I'm like, and she speaks in all these terms that are like, 
I we don't if necessarily she, like y'all. So like bleed into some water and then throw the water Wait, amongst as many crops as she can. Yeah, from the perspective of Pleiadians, she's saying that they don't really necessarily like us. No, yeah, that's exactly what, what she's the saying. Heck? She's saying that because I keep hearing how the Pleiadians are like just sweet and just peaceful. They and are. Just they, 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 they are, and we're loving. not because we're so we're, destructive we're, and so We're vulnerable. not because but we're we so divided. Respect. If we were all one, Kurt, mm-hmm. we'd be their favorite. We wouldn't. We would be like, (laughs) well, fuck with us. It's all of us. Like, you and your girl are having a bartering system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you and your girl in the picnic. Having a picnic in the park, right? Yeah. One fucking bee comes around you. What do you? You're not ruining my picnic. What if it's forty billion bees? And they say we have terms. We have terms. Yeah, that's true. That's I will true. sting the shit out of you unless you Nobody agree to what I Nobody has to get say. hurt, but we're we gonna make you hate you a life. lot. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I I don't think that. Yeah, the revolution is not gonna be bloody. It's gonna be unity. And as soon as there's unity, everybody shuts the fuck up and listens to the herd. Just uh, in general, does that happen after shit splits or before? I would prefer it happen in general. The humans don't choose to listen to the herd mentality. I mean, it does exist and it can be a thing, but people don't know the day and what they don't know, they don't know. Yeah, remake makes it harder to ask the questions they need to know because the lie is so perfect that people are like, You're a conspiracy theorist. Mm. But as soon like, as we nope. hit critical mass, it's not like, oh, it's on December twenty first, twenty twenty one. Oh, it's no, it's no, it's not. It's on whatever day, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. No, it's whenever we vibrationally yeah. well, hit critical that's mass. That's interesting thing. It's about it's about how strong the agreements are that are I made between most, those people. I think the most collection. of the people on the planet right are, now want to. Raise the vibration. Which is where we get into propaganda. They want to promote their own schematic bullshit, and, and a lot of it's we not for the people. It's against we want to counter the majority. Oh, yeah. the other you know, one. so it, it, there's there's the conflict of the beginning of the awesome people sauce who control the masses plays out like a drug ad. You, listening to awesome sauce radio, you might have the yeah, same desire. To yes, yes, yes. Gardner, it totally he sounds like a. Us. I love it. That 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 beginning. It totally sounds like one of those ad, one of the pharmaceutical ads. You know, it's I so wouldn't great. Even talk to so doctor, fun. fuck them. It's so funny. They don't know nothing about awesome sauce. Yeah, so <laughs> we shouldn't. We should add a disclaimer. By the way, your doctor probably knows nothing about this, so maybe just skip that step. Oh, I want to make a new one anyway because I skip all over shit. <laughs> just maybe skip just, that step. That's like a 2018 <laughs> fucking roll. And we just Keep have it kept using it. Why not? I mean, no Joe Rogan to uses different. the most annoying intro to his show. Right? Shop. Yeah. All day, all night. Bah! Who? Joe Rogan all day. Joe uh, Rogan podcast all night. All day, all night. It's so loud. Yeah. And then the show oh, yeah. starts and, and the it's face, right? Through the face like, is on there, right? Spinning. Bah. Yeah. It's the most annoying and intro you, to a you show. You actually listen to it. It's like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're here with so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's yeah. start the show. Now that we woke you up, but let's walk like, by like you back to sleep. But there's like five seconds of... <laughs> 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 
You're now like, we're all easy spoken and high and don't care. And you think after all the years he would fix that? And he, nope. he's like, nope, I'm Joe Rogan. That's my show. <laughs> well, nope. I mean, as people expect that. It's been a thing for so long, people expect that. It's, it's kind of like some of the things with Awesome Sauce. We can't change a lot of stuff because yeah, people expect so there's much. Certain yeah, things they like that, that comfy feeling. Yeah, right, you right. can't take everything away or it's a different beast but and they're not The way that they it. yell at you people don't annoys like change. me yeah, as a producer yeah. of a show. Like, I don't want to yell at the people. Like, he, right. he goes, ah! And then it slows down to the pace of the show and you're like... It's all quiet and boring. And I, like, I like if I have music... <laughs> To, to blend into what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. all right, man? Are we keeping you? You know, I should probably get to sleep. Because i got to be in the lobby at 9 a.m. Oh. Okay. And we came from San Diego the day before. And we didn't have much much sleep. It's 3.30, bro. It is Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. And I just wanted to thank you so very much for agreeing to be a moderator on that gigantic Facebook group for podcasters, Podcast Promotion Community. Those three terms are so essential. It's a group of podcasters that are creating a promotion space and a community so that all of Facebook can see our posts. The whole idea is to get everybody's shows more visibility. And Kurt, I know you are so busy and I appreciate any energy you put over there. I just wanted to give a shout out, a message here to invite your listeners. If anybody is interested in joining, they are welcome. Podcast creators, listeners, so that you can interact with podcasters if you're thinking about starting a podcast or if you just like to listen. Also, interviewees are in there from around the world. It's amazing.